Hey, what's up? It's Peter Rosenberg, uh, ESPN, WWE, Hot 97, all that stuff. I'm live from New York City right now. I'm hanging with Bear the Dog, and you're not listening to the worst podcast, but at the same time, it's not the best podcast. No, no, literally, you're listening to not the best podcast, all right? Talking about real-life issues, real-life things, real talk, real people, all right? Not the best podcast. I'm Peter Rosenberg. Peace. Yep. Welcome to the podcast. It's not the best podcast, but the expectations in the name, so you can't say we didn't warn you. Alongside Naldo, alongside Rich. It's me, the D-I-Z. Damn, nigga. Yo. <laughs> I really want to know what D-I-Z stands for, but I'm sorry. Uh, Disrespect. So, so it's like, the name just evolved from like Deuce, and mm-hmm. then niggas was calling me like Deuce, Double Deuce, Deuce Dizzle. Deuce and Dizzle. Turned, <laughs> then it was just Dizzle. <laughs> then it was just the DIZ. I could play yeah. off the the DOC. Yeah, got you. It's like Diddy. You know how Diddy yeah. got mad names, like something like it. P Diddy, Diddy, Puffy, all that. Right. Yeah. So now he just DIZ. That's how would it turned into at the it was, end. At the end. Yeah. Right. Let's take that. It's gonna be the notorious DIZ. I was like, you know what? Eventually, if, if Damn, I'm still, like, how you how you just gonna drop how you just gonna drop the legacy on yourself like that? Like, no, I'm just saying, this is gonna be bad shit to type. Like when you try to tag yourself and shit. Notorious, <laughs> so, yeah. Notorious yeah. DIZ. It's probably why he left it Big. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Uh, today we have a very special guest. Guest. I said guest. Very special guest, Mr. Ricardo Henry, uh, real estate consultant, founder of Freedom Academy. Uh, whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. The- <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the Freedom Academy call, just in case. You know. <laughs> if you're on the street, you see the Freedom Academy, you know, anybody represent that shirt, just go whoop whoop, they're going to return it right back. <laughs> so what's going on, fellas? Everything's great, man. Everything's great. Yeah, great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, besides not taking a vacation since COVID started, that's been... Yeah, that's, yeah, so yeah. T- tell us a little bit about your COVID experience. We like to ask guests about their COVID experience. Yeah, what you going through, the terrors, the trials, tribulations, or or the good stories, the good stories. I mean, I, I don't think I have anything to wipe my tears, so I'm going to try to keep those in. <laughs> but, but um, you know, COVID has been tough, man. Um, you know, just off statistic-wise, man, so many people are getting divorces through COVID, you know, suicide, mental health, it's just craziness going on while everybody's stuck inside. But, you know, with me, I could definitely say the wife is working full time in the office. So, you know, I'm mostly stuck in the house. We had to actually get a, uh, the, the kids been home um, doing virtual learning, the five-year-old and a three-year-old, he's doing YouTube learning. I found a teacher online. <laughs> She's on there every day. Um, like it's time for class. He's like, I don't want to go. So, it comes to you. It comes to you. Here's class. So I mean, you know, besides that, it's been, um, you know, it's been a ride. It's been a ride. Thank God, nobody I know personally or in my family has passed away from COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody's had COVID either. 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, besides that, man, we we're blessed to be able to have food on the table and checks still coming in. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Man, that sounds real. That right. sounds confident as hell. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's not even true. It's like grateful. Grateful. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, besides that, man, it's been all right. It's been a ride, you know, just trying to make sure that we come out of this strong and still married. Facts. (laughs) (laughs) Did did Freedom Academy Academy started during COVID or before COVID? Freedom Academy actually started, no, before COVID, last year, uh, last quarter of last year. Okay, 2019. 20. That's still COVID, bro. Yeah, that's, that's was it? Oh no! So it did. Yeah, we did. I'm sorry. <laughs> COVID so long. COVID we popped first week. quarter. Right, COVID feel like it's been here forever though. Yeah. But um, no, no. So yes, it did start through COVID. Yes, it did. Yeah. Thanks, all though. So that's so that's ahead, actually um, that's a, that's another one of my punchlines. I appreciate that. <laughs> we uh we every we throw in the uh, Freedom Academy around. Why don't you tell people what Freedom Academy is, man? I mean, you know, Freedom Academy, I definitely started it as um, realizing that there was a, uh, a lack of uh, knowledge that our youth had and a lack of knowledge that just my peers had. So um, Freedom Academy started as like a mentorship program that's really helping people understand how to create their own LLC. On top of that is understanding how to read a credit report, because I've realized, man, as much as you think people know how to read a credit report, all they know how to do is look at numbers. Mm. And so they'd be like, oh, 680, my credit's good. But, you know, they don't understand exactly how the credit is actually supposed to be read. Um, understanding how your credit is supposed to be where it is so that you can get funding. So I teach people that as well. I teach the kids that. I teach my peers. Um, on top of that, understanding what real estate is, what wholesaling is, what being a first-time home buyer is, and how to get a hard money loan to be able to buy anything you want as well. So Freedom Academy is really, and I'm coming out with an ebook. Um, the ebook is going to come out basically, like I like to call it, it's basically going to give you everything that you should have learned coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. basically what it is in a nutshell, and it's just growing and growing every day. Excellent. So far, we've created um, about 12 new, 12 new LLC owners under the age of uh, 25. Mm. Great, man. That's dope, man. That's dope. Appreciate and they could, the LLC could be within anything that they want, right? I mean, they just yeah. I mean, so really, to, yeah. To start off, I've been um, I've been really just uh, having them create their LLC to be as a consultant because what the goal is is not for you to be like, um, you know, create my LLC because I do liquor or something like that, or you know, like it's really to be able to have a, <laughs> it's really to be able to have like a consulting firm because when you go get funding you get more respect out of being a consulting firm than if you do like, hey, you know, I, I, I sell clothing. It's too volatile, things of that nature. So they really just respect you. So I'm really getting them set up to be able to get their funding later on. Mm. Interesting. I was following Rick on, you know, on his Instagram. Uh, shout that out if you want to, Rick. But he says that it's very good to go under consulting because if you go any other route, you be deemed as a liability over anything else. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like banks it. won't take a risk on you because, like, you know, the risk is high if you would just go in and be like, "I'm doing clothing." So they'll be like, "So is everybody else?" <laughs> but if you go into consulting, you would take that in any business model. Uh. You you the man for knowing that, man. I appreciate. It. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to learn with the people, man. I didn't know, I man. He's trying. He's trying to give us free. Yeah. I didn't know. Uh, 
You know, my man, my man Rick said he do it for his peers too. That's us too, man. Yeah. For the peers, man. Seriously, because um, people are, you know, so we always talk about like um, even just LLC creating. Like, I'm like, listen, why are people paying these third party online systems $500, $700 to create a box, LLC just to get a pretty little box when you could literally just go online and create one yourself? It takes, it's, it's, it doesn't take a brainiac to do it for $125. Mm-hmm. And, and like I tell everybody, even if they're not going to be, even if they don't want to be an entrepreneur, you should at least own asset and own yourself LLCs because you can duplicate yourself through LLCs. So what does that mean? That means Reg, Naldo, and Deuce all have 700 credit scores. They all have credit cards. You know, everybody loves to throw the credit card on the table that goes bling, bling, bling. Or, you know, being able to have twenty, $25,000 on it. But guess what? If you go over how much on your credit card, percentage on your credit card, do this, does it start affecting your credit? What's typically the threshold? So it's 30% mm. so that your credit, so that your, your, you, you, they do not start basically reporting on the credit mm. report as bad. So it starts going down as over 30% because your credit utilization rate yeah. has gone over 30% basically, right? Right. But if you have all this good credit and you can go and create LLCs for yourself, you can now start duplicating yourself. So you could go on Navy Federal or an American Express card that you have and now get an American Express card for $25,000, $50,000 in your business name. So now let's say your roof goes. You don't have to run up your credit card for your personal. You can now run it up on your LLC because they do not report your credit utilization rate on your business like it does on your personal. So if you run it all the way up and let's say you say, yo, Deuce, I'm about to swipe my joint and give you 50000 so we could go into business. You never have to worry about your personal credit getting hit. You can always keep utilizing your personal credit to leverage it to get more business funding. So isn't there some implication, tax implication with that using, um, you know, reporting, I guess, personal um, expenses that's against your company assets? That's not what I'm doing. What you're doing is you are leveraging your personal credit mm-hmm. almost as an authorized user mm-hmm. to be able to get your business funding. Well, just so you're that. not- Well, it's under uh-huh. another name, just under- Under an LLC and an EIN, yeah. yeah. For sure. But when you gave like the uh, the example of the roof, yeah. So you mean the roof of the business, the roof of your home? Even the roof of your home, you can use your business, your business, um, your business line of credit to be able to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Because hey, you may have a home office. Well, yeah, that's different. If you have a home office, that's different. Yeah, I mean, anybody, you can have a home office even if you got a, a re- other office. Hey, this especially, is especially especially nowadays, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely that's nowadays. But you know, like, so that's why I tell people. Even like the other day, I got a guy business funding for thirty four thousand dollars of credit cards, and guess what? Those credit cards that he got in, they were nine months zero percent interest. Mm-hmm. So where in the world are you going to be able to get now? And then he took those, he, he turned his credit into cash off his credit cards, and he went and bought a house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just like I said, with just understanding ways to be able to maneuver that, you know, you got the credit, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. So people, mm-hmm. people don't even use their, 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 um, their mileage cars, like the points that they get on their cars. They just mm-hmm. let them pile up and never use those. You're talking about free flights, free hotels, 
You could turn them into gift cards and go buy from stores. You could mm-hmm. go to the supermarket with them. Like, that's how we do Christmas shopping every year. It's definitely two <laughs> points. Yeah. Def- definitely use those. There's <laughs> right. actually a website um, that will take your points. Yeah, I, saw it on, I saw this on Shark Tank. Um, nice. And they'll take your points and you, you type in all your cards, all your points, and it will take all your cards, all your points from all the different cards, and it will show you the best utilization for all of that. And like you could go like pretty much anywhere you want in the world for like 40 bucks. What? Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. Yeah. You fly first class off your points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You go to hotels off your points. My you could go said, to the supermarket off your points. My man mm-hmm. said he stayed in like Tahiti for like three weeks. Flight, hotel, everything. First class, suite, everything, $18. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Tahiti for $18. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's uh, you know, just understanding those, how to create your LLC yourself is very important to me because, you know, lawyers call, charge you upwards of five seven hundred $700. Oh, yeah. So, so that's why I tell people, man, you just literally go right on your, your Secretary of State website and create your own LLC. It takes like five minutes. And your EIN is free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so, you know what, Rick? I mean, so I guess some background history. So we've known Rick right now for, I guess, pretty, almost 15 years. I've known Rick and I guess Jamal has known Rick. Rick and Reg, like, I guess, go right, ahead, 20 Reg. for us. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> so ever since we were younger, Rick, Rick has always been in like a, uh, I guess an entrepreneurial mindset. Um, you know, like you started with the real estate at a young age, I think. I mean, younger than anyone I knew. Mm-hmm. You know, where we didn't even really understand what you were talking about or doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we just we just call Rick a hustler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yo, what does Rick do? Oh, yo, he's exactly. making moves. Yeah, yep. 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 he got yep. cars and houses. And oh, yep. oh all right, Rick. <laughs> it's funny because you know the first house I ever looked at, Rick took me to go see. I don't even know if you remember this. <laughs> I don't even remember that at all. It, it was like it was like a six bedroom house in Irvington, right by the hospital. And I remember because I brought my parents with me and like, I was so soup because I was like, yeah, I'm buying a house. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Rick showed the house. I mean, my parents weren't very excited about it at all. Because they were thinking Irvington. <laughs> yeah, they were thinking Irvington. Right. They, they didn't have the the, the, the long term. No, I mean, trust me, I didn't even have the long term yeah. back then. It was like, yo, is Irvington's a good price? What you going to yeah. do? Yeah. <laughs> 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 who, who knew? Yeah. Who knew that uh, Irvington three families would be four five hundred thousand dollars today? Yeah. yeah. Who knew when you yeah. could get them for like ninety thousand back yeah. in the day? Finished. Yeah, I think yeah. It, I think that house was like one sixty at the time. So probably finished. Yeah, I mean, dude, right. Yeah, dude was working on it. He was in the process of working on it. Like it wasn't finished, but they was working on it. Man. I mean, right. So, Rick, what, what got you in the real estate game? I guess. Yeah. So it's so funny, right? Um, actually, before you I, answer that, actually, I'm sorry. Which no, one did you get right. started with first? Did you get started with like the auto, the auto stuff, or like the real estate stuff? The real estate was first. The real estate was first. That's okay. always so been you, my baby. Yeah. How'd you get started with that? No, so it's funny because as I'm writing my ebook now and I'm almost done with it or whatever, and then I went into the bio part of it, I was thinking like, you know what, where where does this spirit come from, right? Because we look at so much stuff, we don't know why Reg do what he does. You know, maybe somebody 
three, four, five lineage down the line was in the realm of what Reg does. You know what I mean? Like, like where, what brings that on? So as I'm like digging deeper with my grandfather and my great, great grandfather come out that, that they were like the mayor of like, of, of Jockmel and they used to buy lots of properties and they own mad land and everything like that. So, you know, as I'm digging to figure out what happened, even at like 12 years old, I used to go, I don't know, it was a A&P right on Main Street in West Orange. And mm-hmm. I used to go there literally carrying bags because I was embarrassed because my parents, you know, my mom or my dad, whoever it was, had basically trying to give me food stamps to go to the corner store. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that in front of the kids. Well, and so mm-hmm. as you said, like, yo, you want icy or not? So <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> So, you know, I used to go up there and I was carrying bags for like older ladies and things of that nature. And I used to make my dollars that way. And then what happened was I started realizing I'm missing clientele left and right. You know, I only, I only got two hands. So I started bringing my friends up there and I was collecting the money and paying them ices and, and, and quarter waters off of them working for me, basically. Mm-hmm. So it was like really the first time I realized that, damn, I didn't even know what I was doing. It was just mm-hmm. like an entrepreneurial spirit that was just doing it, right? But um, how did I get into real estate? When I came home from uh, college, I think it was the first time from Lackawanna, I got introduced to a company called WLG, World Leadership Group. It was basically what y'all know as a pyramid scheme for mortgages, mm-hmm. right? You know, everybody has this thing, Tahitia Noni Juice, uh, prepaid mm-hmm. legal, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> wake um, up. Do we, beat, do we have to beat those? <laughs> <laughs> Wake, wake up now, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Wake, wake, wake up now. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yo, son, chill. Chill. So, <laughs> so they were basically that for mortgages. And, you know, it, it, it really sucked. But the person who bought me in, he was doing real estate full time. And he's the one who really like taught me the game. And my first check, I made like $20,000. I couldn't believe it. So that's when I was like, oh, no, this is this is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was basically how I got into the whole real estate game itself. You know, it's funny, it's funny you talk about like, these pyramid schemes, man, because I remember Pride America. And, oh, uh, man, but they still around. They still they, around. And they kicking hard. Yo. Hard, yes. Yo, yes. Hard. So, Pride America actually got me twice. <laughs> <laughs> and ain't nobody gonna, ain't nobody making no real money and uh, recruiting the ball with a short sleeve dress shirt. But anyway, uh, ended up going to the meeting. <laughs> I realized what it was, and I was like, oh man, yeah, it's not for me. Um, so then years later, probably like th- I want to say three years ago, it got me again. So so I'm talking <laughs> this, so I'm talking to this dude. I forget. I don't, I don't remember how to, how we started the conversation, but he's like, yeah, man, you know, I got this um. This financial um, advisement company, you know what I mean? Don't you come through, man? Check us out, you know. They, they like, always get you with the wordplay. Yeah, well, the, yeah, that's exactly what it was—the wordplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm there. I show up and I'm sit, I sit down, and the dude starts talking. Comes up on the screen. I was so bad at myself. <laughs> I was like, God damn, again, yo. I was so disappointed they they ill with the landmines. I, I just got up and walked out, yo. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know 
I mean, they, I guess they're making money if they still no. around. And they, no, not you know, for nothing, no. Bro. I know a lot of folk that's in it that's like, you know, that went the distance, yeah. you know, and like they're doing very well. My cousin, for instance, man, shout out to Gene, yo. Like he's doing his thing with it, yeah. son. Like, I mean, they definitely have some legitimate aspects to it, especially when you start talking about life insurance and things like that. Because right. I mean, life insurance is one of the things. I know we had- um, Oh, Mo. Yeah, my man, Conlon Mo. Came on the show and he was talking about life insurance. But what we don't understand about life insurance, especially people of color, is that life insurance is really what made, uh, especially in the 19, 19th century, early 20th century, is what made a lot of people rich, particularly right. like the Rockefellers and things like that, because they were right, using right. life insurance as leverage to borrow against right. businesses and, and <clears throat> things like that. So. Um, and it's funny you said that about the Rockefellers because I was studying them and I was talking to my life insurance guy, which I'm going to mm-hmm. try to, I'm going to set up this year mm-hmm. and basically starting a trust life insurance, which mm-hmm. I learned from the Rockefellers. It's like, you know, it, it, anybody who is in the family that's born automatically, the trust pays for the life insurance for them. Yep. And so what ended up happening is that basically from there, you're able to put properties in the trust that would just keep growing. And then what happens is when a person dies, the money's going to go into the trust and then everybody will just get little pieces of stipends. Yep. And so from there, now, you know, at the end of the day, when you pass away, this trust is going to live on forever mm-hmm. because anybody who passed away, so anybody who's alive now, you could just, you know, basically put all the life insurances in the trust. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. That's where I learned that from studying the Rockefellers. Yeah, and you can borrow against it at any point. Too. Yeah, exactly. Borrow against the exactly. cash value. And yeah. borrowing against the cash value, like, it doesn't, it, it there's no penalty. Like, it's not like right. a where you get a penalty, right? It right, doesn't right. reduce the benefit. So, I mean, listen, man, life insurance, like, people need to educate themselves on life insurance, man. It's just, it's not about dying, right? right it's it's right. about living, really. You more than anything, <laughs> Yo, right? dude, you better rap, son. You dropping uh, bars out here, uh, man. Uh, about there? That was a dizzle. That was a dizzle. But yeah, man, nah, but it's definitely important, man. So, the, the thing that <clears throat> what we have to understand as people of color is, like, money and finances and that type of shit like it's it's it is its own language mm-hmm. right just like spanish just like english it's its own language and if you don't understand the language like if you ain't talking money you're not talking about language some real shit right no. because when, when you start throwing acronyms out there and there's nothing worse than like when you are in a room with people <gasps> who know about money and you, you don't know what you're talking about you don't know what and they're talking behind, about right yeah and don't nothing. try to Act like you know what Act you're like, talking no, about. No, I was gonna you say look that. even worse. Yeah. Nope. I listen. You better ask. <laughs> like, you better, you better yeah, get take, involved. Take somehow, notes. Bro. Go home and Google, man. Right. Word. Right, take right, notes right. and Google. Word. <laughs> take notes Google I, I Google all day. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And like Naldo said, man. I pay for personal development. You know, I go and pay for people to be able to learn from them what they know because they're successful at it. I'm not afraid of giving somebody a thousand dollars so that I could take a class from them because they're successful in it because they call you smart by paying fifty, seventy thousand dollars for college, but they call you dumb for giving somebody who is successful in a subject you want right. to learn right. two, three thousand bucks. Right. So yeah, yeah definitely. Right. And I always tell people, I used to be that guy who thought I knew it all until I realized that I don't know nothing. 
And right. that stuff, you'll take stuff that you immediately can apply. You know what I mean? Like Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's how I got the Freedom Academy going. Literally, I went, I paid like $5,000 in Philadelphia. Evans flew down from Florida mm-hmm. and we went and learned like a whole day's course. And man, when I left from there, I was so energized. I was like, man, this is different. Yeah. This is different. People yeah, need to right. know a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's why I took it straight for the for the culture, man. That's always how it is, yo, when you go to those things, man. You, you learn something that's, like, new and, like, it just kind of, like, invigorates you and, like, re-energizes you. You're like, yo, I got to go. I got to go share this with the people. I got to yeah. run tell that. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody want to run and tell everything else. Let's go tell yeah. how people can get this money. Mm-hmm. So, we, you know, I definitely teach the kids um, through the whole three-week course as well on how to fix credit. So, um, because I don't know if you guys don't know, but um, there, there are so many ways that you can literally get a lot of those collections off. I tell people, don't pay your collections. Why pay them when you could dispute them off? And they're like, oh, well, you know, uh, how do you do that? So there's do-it-yourself credit repairs that you're able to literally do it yourself. So there's a couple companies that a lot of people don't know that's actually reporting on you. Because if people knows that when you dispute what they go and do, after 30 days, they don't call you the collection agencies. They definitely don't call your local SS County to see if you have any judgments. They go after data companies. So I want you guys to do it. Do you guys, did you guys ever give LexisNexis the okay to report data on you? I don't, I don't know who LexisNexis so. is. Uh, I don't think so. Innovis is another company that reports data on you. SageStream is another one that reports data on you. I mean, it's almost like a huh? I'm about to say I'm sure we've all given okay to somebody that's reporting. So you that's haven't no, you have you haven't given the okay. Oh. And they literally just report data on you because they're a data company. So what happens when you go on when you go to Experian and you tell Experian, hey, I want to take this collections off, all three of them anyway. Mm-hmm. They they don't go and check with the collection agency. They call these data companies because it's quick. They don't have time. They only got 30 days. And if they don't answer, they got to legally take it off. So now you got these data companies that they contact saying, hey, can you check your data and see if this guy really signed whatever document or, you know, however he did it so that I can basically tell him it's his and he needs to go pay for that. So you can call these LexisNexis and Innovis data companies and you can literally freeze your data. I don't even know who LexisNexis is. They not even government. They not even government backed or anything. They just private companies. I had a Nexus phone years ago. <laughs> no, that's, that's what you talking about. I was like, I had a Nexus five. <laughs> Sound like twin strippers. <laughs> twin Lexus strippers. So nah, these Lexus Nexus Sage Stream and Innovis, you can literally opt out from them though. And so now, yeah, man, now you can go and and dispute them collections off, and they just take them off within thirty days. So that's how that's how I teach my kids how to clean up their credit, or what, even how to turn around and go clean up their parents' credit. What are some other ways you would recommend for, like, I guess, like um, debt consolidation and clean off that some type of stuff like that? Or are I you mean, not able I li- to recommend. No, I mean, I literally say if you're trying to, if you have collections that you want to take care of, I always tell them like, yo, it's just do it yourself, credit repair, man, or. If you don't have time to do it yourself, you know, I would go to like one of those bigger, bigger companies that a lot of people use, um, like the credit pros. But what they don't do is they don't do it and they don't opt you out from these data companies. So that's how they stretch that ninety nine dollars every month 
for like 11 months while they send dispute letters out. But if you do it yourself, you can literally opt out of these and less than three months, you're just going to see all your stuff just dropping off. Evan's literally just took off his credit, took off his student loan as well. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to try. Yeah, yeah, man, for sure. And I'll send you I'll send you the, the do-it-yourself credit report that I'm going to be selling soon. I'll send it to your email free of charge. Oh, man. You want to send right. that to uh, not oh, the man. best PC? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, you group know. email. <laughs> group email. <laughs> yeah. We're going to use that for, uh, for, for our little tax purposes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> No, man, but it, it it really does make me sad when they come in there and then, uh, you know, they, it, and then I, I get happy after I see the kids, man, when they're leaving and they're like, yo, I, I own this LLC. I know how to do this credit. Like, I'm about to go and fix my mom and dad's credit. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, even just like home ownership, it's like, yo, we don't know anything. And so grandma worked her butt off to buy that $40,000 house that now worth 350000 and she passes away and... They get taken my taxes how old because we, be to, we just don't know. How old you got to be for what? To, to start an LLC. No, you can start an LLC at any age, bro. Any age? Have you done yeah. some? Have you done them for your children yet? No, not yet. Not yet. But something mm-hmm. I'm sure that you plan on doing. Yeah, no, it's something yeah. down the line that I'm definitely going to be uh, very soon. Um, I'm actually putting them this this quarter. I'm putting life insurance on both of them. Yeah, I put I put life insurance on mine. Uh, yep. You know, at the end of last year, um, obviously, as 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 soon as they reach two weeks old, they're eligible uh, right. for life insurance. So, and then the younger you do it, the the cheaper it is. Right, of course. Yeah. So, because they don't so, you have, know. they don't smoke, they don't eat Burger King. <laughs> unless you unless you feed it to them. Speaking well. of which, they, First time they opened a Charlie's cheesesteak around the corner from my house. I've never seen a freestanding Charlie's cheesesteak ever. I've only seen that in the mall. And now I've seen a Charlie's cheesesteak around the corner from my house. Did you get one? No, no, no. It's oh, been tempting okay. though. Have but... you had that before? Charlie's cheesesteak? I've never I've never had a Charlie's I've never cheesesteak. heard of it. From the, it's, from it's the mall? Usually in the malls, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tra- the yeah, Philly's, they have them at the Charlie's Philly's cheesesteak. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't had it though. I've seen yet. them, but I never had one. I thought the story what? was gonna get way more interesting. Yeah, it gets those they're rocking, you know. I haven't haven't had them in a while, but I definitely plan on getting one soon. Just wanted to say I have life insurance though, so I got life insurance before I went off to college. So I was good and healthy and and untarnished. That's what that's why you were so reckless. He's like, if I go, at least I know my parents is paid. I'm covered, man. Pastor McCarty. (laughs) Hurdling fences in Mexico. Yo. Oh, my gosh. They should have built a wall. They should have built a wall. (laughs) Rick, I guess the stuff that you're doing, are you able to do it in multiple states? Because you talk about events, and I know events lives down here in Florida. Um, Is that something that for you to be able to do, operate, I guess, doing real estate in other states, do you need a license in other states and stuff or even to help people? No, I mean, I don't even have a license in the state of New Jersey, man. I, um, like I said, I do consulting. So consulting. I do a lot of, yeah. yeah, I do a lot of wholesaling. Um, I wholesale a lot of properties. Um, I deal with a lot of realtors. So they bring me clients who, because they're looking for properties. And it's like, I, I'm just good at talking to homeowners. So mm-hmm. uh, realtors bring me deals. They bring me buyers. 
and I just hook things up like that. So, you know, even a lot of investors who buy my wholesale deals, they'd be like, oh, you know, I've been getting beat, especially the little Jewish guys running through the hood. They get beat by so many people. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm a contractor. Yeah, give me 10,000. Next thing you know, you don't see the guy no more. So, you know, a lot of the Jewish guys literally now just be like, yo, I just want you to manage whoever I'm going to deal with in the urban community because they, and I tell them that, I'm like, yo, you might as well pay me. Because all you're going to do is keep getting beat. Even walking into cities, the cities don't want to see you. Mm-hmm. They'd rather see my face because they'd be like, oh, this is a Black brother doing his thing. Yeah, so you might as well pay me to be a gatekeeper. And that's basically how I muscle these guys. Just don't you want to walk? Just don't want to know. He's been hustling don't... for 20 years to be able to talk like that. <laughs> Just don't refer no plumber. Oh, man. I love that Haitian plumber, though. No, it wasn't a Haitian plumber. Was, no, he was Haitian, wasn't he? Was he? Haitian? Oops, he was Haitian. Nah. <laughs> he was Haitian. That's how you know he was Haitian because he sent somebody else. <laughs> he sent his Jamaican boy. <laughs> he doing what Rick do. You know what I'm saying? He never, but he said he never. He said he never sent anybody. No, he's he just, just a consultant. Him. He's just a plumbing consultant. No, that's what I'm saying. He never showed up. You say he hung up on you. Yeah. <laughs> the plumbing consultant said some some lonely apprentice yeah. over your house to punch holes in that shit. Oh, we gotta walk open the walls up. Nah, nah, nah it's, it's too back. much for me. I'm out of here. <laughs> My consultant, they tell me that one. <laughs> four four days. All right, cool. Four days. No, nah, I love him though. He's I don't know why. Fuck but that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's, just, bro. Stop it, bro. it's just, I love it. Oh, Yo, man. So, Rick, the other thing you do, I mean, we could, another thing you do, you know, I just think the, the entrepreneurial spirit is, is autos, right? So talk about what you do with, I guess, with cars. I ha- so let me tell you what happened. I actually, um, I had the car dealership for five years and I actually gave it up to focus on real estate full time for now. Because, um, you know, real estate, they, it yeah. brings those checks in. So why yeah. did you switch to cars for that little while though? It was just like so it was the recession, yeah, right? I think it was during the recession time. It was it was during yep, it was during the time where where the actual collapse of the housing market happened. And then I had I had the car dealership on South Orange Ave where I used to see your dad read your dad all the time and a yeah. sim. Yeah, yeah. And uh <laughs> together? Shout out to my dad and I I hope not. Definitely not together. His oh, dad right. is too much of a G. But uh, <laughs> no disrespect to Sim, we got no that love. To Sim, I'm just saying, you know, you know pops the slap just don't roll that way, way. right? Nah, nah, nah. But no, yeah. So I mean, it was it did really well though at the time. I gave it up because I was on South Orange Ave, man. A couple of um, and West End. I don't know if anybody knows. Those oh blocks. my god! <laughs> <laughs> it was on South Orange Ave and West End. In West End, right near that Dunkin' Donuts and uh and uh Bro, and you too store. far from 18th Avenue. Nah, it's like a, two blocks down from there, man. Mm. And um, I was there, you know, pre-marriage, and I, of course I had my long locks and everything like that as well. So I used to get a lot of respect from the community. You know, I mean robberies happen, different things like that. But then I cut my locks after the marriage, and then I start hearing like Damn, Rick, we see you in a different car every day while it's like 10 booms on the corner. And I'm like, yeah, nah, you know, you see me in hoopties every day, nigga. When you see me in foreigns, you know I made it. <laughs> so, 
you know, so just so you know, and then uh, what else? Another situation happened where I was like, oh, you know, I'm about to give this up for now, especially just being here. Um, the guy up the block opened up a pharmacy, and somebody ran in the pharmacy and blew his brains out and robbed the place. Oh man! So you know, after those things come in, then I found out my my first son was in the belly, and I was just like, you know what? I think it's time for me to go. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna focus on you know I'm cribs. Let me do focus on this consultant. <laughs> I'm a consult. <laughs> Get out of the now, sales. Now, now I'm giving people the freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He consulted people to freedom. You should go hollow those goons, those 10 goons that's on the block. You're like, yo, come get your freedom. They probably need the freedom. They're probably yeah. locked up. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Rick just sent them to jail. Right? Yeah. Now they got to holler at Meek. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, no, no, uh, but you know, it's it's a um it's a real critical time for you to really like educate yourself, man, and learn about some serious stuff. Because it's out of you gonna be in the game or you're gonna be on the sideline watching. And and I think mm. serious stuff pertains to anything, anything that you're passionate about. Anything you're passionate after, about, yeah. exactly. It could be, and that's why I tell even with the kids with the credit and understanding business funding, like yo, you can literally in less than a year fund yourself and open up whatever you're passionate about. You know, it could be it could be a bicycling store or you know baking goods, whatever it is. I just feel like you know everybody should at least do something for themselves to create a legacy for their for their you know, offsprings. So with the Freedom Academy, it's not like bringing three friends or nothing like that. It's not like you know, you bring in three friends and <laughs> and they bring to be, you gotta bring in three friends and then they gotta bring in three friends. <laughs> I mean, I don't even charge them. So, mm. <laughs> so from 17 to 25, I give it away for free Yo, because I that's a crucial year, man. You got to take advantage of that. If you know somebody no. anyway, but like 17 to 25 though, that means you got eight years to really be on your shit. Like, yo, I'm, I'm trying to, because that, that, that's the age group that I really wish. And I learned at like 24. So that's the age group that I really wish that I could have been 18 and somebody gave me that type of game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, can I can I tell you when I when I really like started being like yo this Freedom Academy thing is like for real Rick is doing his thing out here when I started started seeing Rick on Instagram and Facebook doing these lives yeah and and reels and yeah. all these different types of things for <laughs> Freedom Academy I'm like oh look at Rick yeah here's live going on tours I'm like man that's what's up though I, mean, I, yeah, I advise that I man seen, I saw yeah, Rick on sure. the side of a house putting a staple gun to it uh, one of them nail guns to it I was like yo he building shit too. He consulted and constructed. <laughs> Not for sure. For some, honestly, for someone who's doing something for free, you know, you need to like put it out there on social media and try to like Facts. really put it out for as much people could get some type of knowledge and some type of exposure to it. I think is dope, right. man. Like, man, and, let me tell you. Go ahead, go ahead. No, nah, I was about to say, and do, doing it during the times where it's like it was so rough. I mean, with COVID, you know, like to be in that mental space to go out there and still put yourself on camera and do that stuff is like, oh man, kudos, bro. Facts. I appreciate it. I appreciate right. it, man. You know, it's, it's just definitely, like I said, I just felt like our culture needed it. Somebody needs to push your kids. White, black, green, blue. You know, it doesn't really matter. It's just that you are in the unknown and you should not be in that space where you just don't know. Mm-hmm. And so if somebody could come into you and teach you about how to create your own LLC or become a consultant and create other people's LLCs for them for $100, $150, you know, understand how to fix your own credit or now be a consultant and fix other people's credit for them 
you know, understanding real estate, just the basis of real estate. Like you should know what wholesaling is. Nobody should just be like, uh, what's wholesaling? Mm-hmm. Like, why don't you know what wholesaling is? Why don't you know what being a first time home buyer, what it takes? You know, these are the things that's just so crucial for us to be able to get financial freedom and things of that nature. So like, Deuce, what age did you buy your house? So, you know, just being able to say, hey, and a lot of times at that age is a good age to buy. But a lot of times we just found out, which was a secret, right, is when you came out of college and you just got your job making forty, fifty thousand dollars Did you know you could buy a house? Yeah. I didn't know. I thought you needed those two years work experience, right? When you leave school, you could literally, once you land a job, you could buy your, your first house FHA because they use school as your experience. Mm. Just like, you know, like I said, it's just like three head nods, (laughs) three solid head nods. Like I could go back, I could go back 10 years ago. You see why 17 is crucial to notice? You know, this is 17. You just now stepping in college, man. You get out. It's like, yo, I'm buying a crib as soon as I land this game. Right. Imagine, yo, I just landed a game for 42. I'm about to cop my three Mm -hmm. family and live free. Great, right. Be great. Right. And, And what's crazy about it too, right? When I bought the house, like I bought that house with eight thousand dollars. Hmm. Bought that house with eight thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I tell I tell everybody stop playing around, man. Yeah. If you if you have a six hundred credit score and you can come up with your eight thousand nine thousand dollars, go buy yourself something. Yeah, even if it's a condo. You know, I'm I'm mostly a multifamily guy. To everybody, buy yeah. your first home a multifamily because especially if you know you and your wife can like understand why it's important but i tell everybody because let me tell you what you could do for being a first time home buyer is one of the most important things to be able to only put that 3.5% down yep. right because if you buy after that you got to put 20% down mm-hmm. you can literally be a first time home buyer 3 years three times mm-hmm. so if you buy a three family a year later, you can now go buy a two-family first-time mm-hmm. home buy, and then a year later, you can now buy your single first-time home buying again. Mm-hmm. Not only that, so, but yeah. if you refinance down the road, conventional, you could go do it again, first-time home buyer. It's absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, that's essentially what we, what I did. But I mean, honestly, <laughs> I'm out of the landlord game. <laughs> yeah, I know you. I know you I burned with that shit. I don't yeah. have the stomach for it, but you know. I, I refinance my FHA into a conventional loan, and now I can do home first time home buyer again if I really wanted to. Right, yeah. right. So you know, and that's what, that's what I tell man. And listen, even though we're out the landlord game, man, you know, that's there's still management. If you if you want to go buy a twelve unit, fifteen unit, something bigger that you're not dealing, with, you just get a management company and let them deal with it. Oh yeah, well, I mean, you think about this, right? I mean, right now they have this this moratorium. You know what I mean? People aren't able to pay their mortgages. People aren't able to pay their rents. You know, once that shit is lifted, it's going to be foreclosures everywhere, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's going to be yeah. foreclosures everywhere. So, yeah. You know, um, especially in, in, in places that have, you know, multi-units because, you know, when you really depend on that money to pay the mortgage. Right. Uh, and it's not getting paid. It was hard to bounce back from. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for us, especially people of color, to really jump on the market if that's what you really want to do. 
Yeah, I mean, I tell, yeah, that I'm I'm an advocate for that. I tell everybody, man, buy your multifamily. Like, you, do you see what's happening in East Orange right now? Mm-hmm. Yo, there's new 100-unit mm-hmm. buildings going up on Main Street. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like, stuff that you saw at, like, Clifton Commons type right, of stuff. Right, right, like, right, right. you know, all upstairs is brand new, you know, residentials going for 25, 28, downstairs going to be commercial space. Brick Church, they're about to knock the whole thing over and bring a thousand units and out brick and, church oh, yeah. yes brick they church their shop right yeah. yeah they already they closed oh, out oh my god damn the, son the only thing that's been holding them up is shop right because shop right had a, a lease mm-hmm. and they were trying to tell shop right let's shut down early and shop right put a lawsuit out on them like nah you gotta wait mm-hmm. for our lease to be over so that's really what they're waiting on but they're about to put a one thousand upscale units there i'm talking about it's going to be the whole block and then outlets downstairs yeah, yeah. Whew, about to be lit. So that means yeah. what? East Orange is going to keep rising. Yeah, it's going to keep rising. Yeah. So you know, it's it's very important for you to like capture anything you can. Maybe you don't go big. Maybe you buy a nice single, buy a little two family, but at least capture something that's going to give you equity down the line. For sure. Yeah, for sure. yeah. You know, you're not working and doing all this for nothing. Fact. And start Damn, your LC, Rick, guys. Man. I know your son, like, you don't understand, yo. I know this dude for like 20 years, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, to see the growth, man, like, this is insane. The dude is younger than me, he's spitting a hella game. Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, easily, and you knew back then that this dude was going to be successful, whether, whether it was going to be doing something like this or shit, on a football field, bro. Like, mm-hmm. you knew it was going to happen, man. Like, I would have sold pencils in New York. I appreciate you, man. I sell you, pencils bro. in Manhattan. I yeah. love New York pencils for a dollar if I can sell them. <laughs> but being the best on earth at it, how you being how you the best pencils, pencil consultant. <laughs> I, I remember we went down to. I remember we went out the um, North Carolina A and T homecoming, right? When we got there, and then we, we got in Rick's car for something. I'm like, Yo, why Rick? Why Rick in college with this with this Mercedes coupe? Like why <laughs> Ben's coupe, just like. Chilling but, outside in the hood, North Carolina A&T. And like, but it's seven of us in it, though. Seven <laughs> of us in it. But looking real clean. Like, you know what I'm saying? I remember Got everybody that. else in the Crown Vic on 38s. Yo. You've always been on it, man. You've always been on it. You, you and Deuce, I think, are two people who just always been so, like, yeah. gets more, like, business Deuce, Deuce is really low-key with it, too, though. Yeah. Like, Deuce be, Deuce be making his moves. He'll come through. A, he'll come through for dinner. Drop his gold cards. Just right. cling all over right. the. It just be clinging all over the Deuce, table. Deuce definitely got a Scrooge McDuck vault in the back somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, He's yeah, sliding yeah. down with on his money. Right? <laughs> it's behind the paintings. Behind, behind the paintings. Face. He put his eye to it to get him in real fast. Like, right, <laughs> right. You guys. But you know what, man? It's, it's really, it's really, um. You know, it's a testament to our parents, man. You know what I mean? Because, you know, all of our parents are all, all four of us are parents of immigrants, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know Third world, baby. Yeah. All we're, day. We're, we're first generation Americans here, man. Like our parents came here to give us the best opportunities, man. And, you know, it's important that we we, we take advantage of those opportunities to, to make sure that we give our children, for those of us who want to have children, don't recommend it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Just a few generation. No, but uh, no, no. All jokes aside, though, man. But um, you know, just to make sure the people who come after us are are better than we were. You know what I mean? Right. Sometimes we gotta leave them. 
We got to leave them deeds, LLCs. Mm-hmm. Got to leave it for them, man. Facts. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, listen, I leave them everything. I mean, what you, what you what you that's how you keep your money flow. Like, you know it. Who else you going no, for? Funny. I heard Steve Harvey say that shit the other day, man. It was just kind of funny to me because he was like, "I'm not leaving, yo. I'm not leaving these kids nothing." He's like, "I'll leave them a little bit to get by, but they're gonna have to figure out their own way." It's just a, it's just a serious, crucial time, man, to really educate yourself on things mm-hmm. and to really just be up and just do something that you love. Yeah. Just do something that you love and diversify. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I was that tell her that's how our portfolio got to It's not all real estate. Yep. You know, you definitely gotta have a diverse portfolio. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what I'm working on. I wanna be like Deuce when I grow up. Nah, I was about to say I wanna be like when I grow up. I was just about to say the same thing again. We all do. I wanna be Scrooge McDuck slide down the money. Slide down the I would open my vault but, like that. But the but the pole is made out of gold though. The what? The pole that he slide down is made out of gold. Out of gold pole, he got a gold sled. Yeah, you know I mean? Hey, y'all look funny, yo. Um, yo, Deuce, yo, you're great, man. Nah, man, it's all about that guy over there. That's man. the reason so, why. You know why, son? Nah, fam. We knew you was great from the name, yo. Like even back in the day when you started off as Deuce, you evolved with your name, like we talked about earlier, bro. Now you ended up with the in front of your name. Hey, yo, man. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, how you end up with the in front? That means you're the only one. Hey, I'm playing around, yo. It's late night. Um... <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, too many drinks. Too, too many drinks. Rick, yo, you're the best, man. Man, I appreciate you guys. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, definitely. Good. So, Rick, tell the people where they can find you at, man. Man, you can go on my Instagram. It's at Mr. Underscore Deal Underscore Closer. Mr. Deal Closer. And, you know, I'm up there. You could go and link in a bio, Freedom Academy, man. I, man, we're going. I really want to really, really tell you guys that I hope to be able to open up a Freedom Academy almost in every urban city across America. That's one of my goals. Beautiful. So, appreciate you guys, man. Thank you so much, Tizzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, man. If you if you see somebody with the Freedom Academy merch on you, hit them with the. They're gonna hit you back. You know what I'm saying? Merch coming soon. Merch coming soon. I want a t-shirt. I want a merch. I, definitely want I want some t-shirt. swag. I want some Freedom Academy swag. I want some Freedom Academy swag, man. I appreciate you guys, man. Well, that's the podcast. Like, follow, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. Read us, review us, all that good stuff. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to share. Make sure you follow Mr. Deal Closer, that tough-ass name. Share Deal, Deal Closer, too. See you guys next time. All right, guys.